Welcome back to You're the vibe, awesome. guys. I am so excited because I have a dear friend of mine on the pod today, Daniel Flores, discussing his new book, I've Always Found My Way. I really wanted to get Daniel on here for many reasons. Dan and I were very good friends in LA, both working nine to five jobs, and both of us took a major leap of faith and decided to do what filled our souls rather than our wallets. We had a two year break of not speaking, not because we didn't want to, but because we were both figuring out our paths in life. Fast forward to COVID, and Daniel and I reconnected in the purest form. In Daniel fashion, he sent me his book along with the sentimental note and the coordinates to where my family is from. from family is from i'm sorry i'm excited here in colombia and we, we and we were reconnected since so daniel let's go for it babe i want you to tell everyone about yourself pre-book pre-everything pre-why you began this and pre-why how, was the last bit pre-why you began like pre-everything just pre-why you began this <laughs> pre-book <laughs> pre-why pre yeah pre <laughs> pre-discovery of the book tell the viewers where you were during the ice age literally um, yeah, yeah no you're epic thank you so much for having me on just to add a little insight like yeah i think there's so much comedy rooted in our friendship and connection that we we also have that ability to go deep but we also laugh a lot and i think it's a very important line to straddle oh yeah the same breath you know, I want to respect that. Yeah, we have we have a certain allotment of time. Um, but yeah, first off, thanks for having me on. Um, it was so sweet to even hear. Like in a, in a separate to loving you, I love Colombia. <laughs> Shout out! Spent six weeks there on my journey. So it's like even connecting you with that as your origin kind of takes, you know, my respect for you and love even to a different different strata i was there during the world this last world cup and that place just has a super super amazing uh place in my heart now but anyhow as far as the book um yeah it's interesting right i mean even the title kind of just came to me as I i've always found my way um a little bit of backstory this is my second poetry collection and it's worth mentioning that because the first one was set to premiere late march of 2020 which was we are all stardust and the reason that's important because i'm pretty forward oriented but this whole co we're just now starting to get our bearings back after like the post pandemic and you know still and in, in, i think you would agree in many ways the world's still kind of reorienting itself with Absolutely. whatever now means even if there's habits and tendencies to want to go back to how it was the reality is we're still embracing how it is and I say that because in the meantime, everyone, you know, there's so many different layers to the pandemic experience for, for many, but my second book came out um, just a couple months ago, basically. So it still, for me, it feels very fresh, but I had to sit on that debut. So in a lot of ways, my leap of faith and my kind of announcing and signaling to the universe that I was going to fully dedicate my path to being an artist and a writer was on hold so that was a really interesting experience and the reason i say that is because i ended up in greece for six months somewhere in that whole pandemic ping pong and this book came out of me and and i pulled this out of me and um in a lot of ways the writing had evolved and the journey had evolved and yeah now i can actually physically go into coffee shops and do readings and and kind of implement the vision I had for the first book because that was just kind of you know that was I don't want to say taken from me but in a lot of ways that it, yeah it just everything switched um, well that like yeah, notoriety sorry. moment was taken from you because it was taken from a lot of people 
Yeah, exactly. And I say that like, you know, there's other, you know, I had uh, deeper family stuff and weddings and, and, and some, some gnarlier stuff that, we, you know, if we, if we get into that all good too. So the, it felt like that was kind of the end of the list that I wasn't throwing myself kind of a pity party. But then in the, uh, the irony of it all was that it was received really well and it ended up having to kind of create its own identity and survival through that. So it was exchanged a lot more and it changed hands just digitally. And the book did well, which I mean, as a self-published uh, um, debut, I was super humbled because in, in, in yeah, that I mean, it, it's just a funny thing like that where one one avenue was taken, but in a, in a lot of respects, that book connected me to a lot of people and also was just um it was a bridge in a lot of ways over the last 18 months kind of before we got what is now perceived as you know since we're moving on since once we got out of the pandemic it just the book ended up serving a different purpose and then along came the second book which allowed me to keep writing and um stay with it you know it's interesting that you say the book reconnected you because I saw so many people like get the book or show little poems that you had of it. And one person specifically, shout out TJ Taylor, um, one of my really good friends. Yeah, he went to Lehigh, one of just like my homies. He also, he also has, he has both books also, but he posted one of the poems one day and I was like, oh my God, how do you know Daniel? And he was like, how do you know Daniel? And it was just like one of those moments where again, like good, fr- like uh, someone I hadn't talked to in a while. We reconnected over a poem. Like we're both not poets at all whatsoever. Oh man, and that, it's funny you bring him up. I mean, he's he's just rad in particular, and a perfect example because, like, you know, has a really unique background, and like, oh, yeah. you know, I just feel like poetry in general just kind of really. Uh, um, I mean, any literature art brings you to the moment, but meeting him was cool. Just we chopped it up in New York and just had like just kind of like you know hit it off. And he's I'm not a dope guy. That that's our, uh, that that's, that's a connection yeah I, no he's great yeah and just in general i think um you know look this one in particular is it's it's, it's poems on love and loss um i uh, you know my dad passed a few years ago which it, I, I i i say that with full conviction because it's important it's so important to where my writing comes from in my journey that in a lot of ways my the way i describe it now is that my relationship with that pain has matured yeah and I feel that present in the writing as well, where I'm very proud of the the, de- the debut in the first one, but that was right after he passed. So now looking back on the work, I just see that those are more, it kind of, it, they're more of these little meditative kind of nuggets and chunks um, that are beautiful. And that's just kind of where I was at during that time. And, and this book in a lot of ways is fast. Not, I don't even want to say fast forward because the last couple of years it felt like slow motion, yeah. let's be honest. So slow motion towards... <laughs> <laughs> you know this book that there's there's I, I i linked up with an amazing graffiti artist for the first one but there's no art in this second book it's just the it's just you know me and the page and and i was i was literally writing out of using a typewriter in a small village in greece and really just like every night sat down around the sunset and three poems kind of just came to me if i'm honest and then that's how i got the first draft down and then after i i left greece i had time to get back into it and and shape it and that was just a little bit of my creative process but the way that they appeared was definitely like hey man you're you're getting close to rock bottom so here's here's some magic on set bottom and it's up to you what you want to do with it and then and I kind of built upwards from there so on the note of being at set bottom what 
like you and I are both going through major life changes and job changes and relationship changes and just you name it it was happening to us what was your final like this is what I'm gonna do now and like I know you it wasn't like poetry or whatnot you were like traveling but like what made you be like because you were in that like I'm not gonna like stereotype you but you were an LA boy like you were like living a Malibu life like you just have to I have to put that out there like if we're just being real like I was an LA girl and I'm not an LA girly anymore (laughs) and and it's okay it's okay it's okay for us to like change What's that? I said it's so okay for us to like change over time and like not be the like I'm not 22 year old little fucking oh, around yeah, legs. For sure, <laughs> for sure. My 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 ego is like my current self is like how dare you call me an edit? I'm calling um, myself. It's hard will, for myself. <laughs> I will defend myself and say because that is such a general term, it's it's it, you know that has a million tangents. What I will completely identify with is like I'm just being a brat. Um, okay. Cali. <laughs> Cali boy, and I think my, my Instagram at one point was literally Malibu Danny. So Dead. You, you no, know, you're not, actually, you're, I think it was. Not off kilter, <laughs> kilter here. Um, but no, I think, absolutely, I think the, um, the kind of segue to, I can only speak to my experience, the reality of, I was in that traditional, you know, like you said, Monday through Friday, nine to five um, paradigm, no question. And I was, yep. I was pretty comfortable, which ironically... I is worth bringing up because that was starting to make me uncomfortable if yeah. I'm honest like and that that was happening for a while. I rem- I remember when it started to make you uncomfortable Yeah yeah I, I remember mean, that time reality is I'm sure it, it it affected it affects anything I mean like you where you're kind of um coming from in your base I mean look there's there's multi parts to this uh question one was that I always just on a profound level felt something inside of me that knew it needed to expand and like really I've traveled my whole life with my family but I knew that there was this deeper um kind of sojourn saga journey in me that whether it became a self-fulfilling prophecy or all right we're back now so let's go for it (laughs) yeah for sure just kind of jumping back into that thread where it wasn't you know, I think it's natural for people and even myself at times to want to know, like, what was that moment that, like, yeah. you know, that moment. But my my reality was that it was, like, this a series and multitude of moments that led to, okay, look, I'm, I also, I mess around, I'm a screenwriter in another life as well. And if we look at this from, like, a storyboard point of view, no question that, like, the catalyst to my journey was my father got this diagnosis he was sick so that was the punch to the ribs that was no longer avoidable so now this relatively loud whisper that had been brewing for quite some time like became a voice and that was really if we do need to pinpoint the beginning of the journey it was like but the irony is it wasn't like in that 24 hours i could just spread my wings and jump off the cliff and be like let's write Um, (laughs) you know amazing like Like stick figure jumps off a cliff (laughs) yes i'm sure you got creative listeners i'm sure somebody will caricature a a leap of faith for us that's that's a great prompt yeah for the people listening that you know, are maybe either struggling in a moment or further along their journey, that just marked the time where I began to prepare for said leap. And and and, and when I made a commitment to myself that like, and I have the chills telling you this right now, um, I also put a little bit of icy hot on my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> 
disclaimer it's, it's, it's a combination of the both but feelings and emotions bodily feelings as well <laughs> yeah if you if you haven't felt the chills lately that tiger bomb stuff is amazing and will totally give you the feels so there is always hope always hope for everyone um but yeah on a, on a, a semi-serious note um that just kick-started this sequence of events where i prepared so that i literally like from unsubscribing to bs emails to literally gasp canceling my netflix account i unpacked all anything that was tethering me to like to you know and then that led to me ultimately resigning from my gig and then the real journey started so i only say that because sometimes i think if if you have that burning inside of you it's okay to kind of admit that to yourself and then start to scheme or plot a little bit so that you don't have to like derail your entire which by the way some people go nuke on it and i respect that too totally you got a shitty job or a boss and in that moment you realize you're not getting your fair equity as a human like i don't think you should delay that either like cut the tie peace out you don't deserve me like i i'm i'm i support the full spectrum i just want i just want to i can only speak from my experience that in my case i had the luxury of kind of baby stepping it towards where I knew I wanted to head. Does that make sense? Of course. Of course. So yeah, I, yeah. I have to ask this because one, I experienced a little bit of it, but was it hard for anyone in your life and anyone around you to mm-hmm. accept the change that you were embracing and that it was not like, I'm not going to say like so different. I mean, I moved to Hawaii for three months and became a yoga teacher. Like people thought I was fucking crazy. Like they just did. But like, was it, and it was hard for a lot of people to accept and understand. They were like, why? Like, why are you changing from like, what's, what's been good for you? I was like, it's not good for me. Like, it's not working for me. Like you just see what's on the outside. So like, was it, was there ever, like for me, I had a lot of instances with friends and people who are like, I just don't understand why you feel the need to like stop something good that you have and i was like you you're not getting it it's not good for me like what what you see may yeah, be good for yeah, you yeah, yeah. but it was hard for people to accept that and and embrace my change and like you know a lot of those people aren't really on my journey anymore because they didn't really understand mm-hmm. and then i also have people who didn't understand my journey and now years later are like oh my god i see where you're coming from so mm-hmm. did you have any of those things the same way of we were talking about like tj reconnecting it's like maybe it took some other people some time to like see where you're at now or whatnot but was there was there ever a time for you that it was hard for people to accept and understand that it wasn't them maybe and it was just a you thing and like you needed to do yeah. you because i think people can't help but take anything personally i think it's just human instinct to be like oh danny doesn't want to chill like why 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 doesn't he want to hang with me and it's totally a you thing yeah yeah for sure i i did not text you back right no i definitely no, spoke um, to you but i just i just i was i i remember your shift no 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 for sure for sure i'm teasing um yeah there's 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 a couple things it's a beautiful question first off and, and a couple things come to mind one was growing pains um, that there's like a, I feel like it's a two part answer where when you go through this type of, you know, I think, and I think this continues in life and has happened where anytime you're kind of outgrowing yourself, there's going to people that there's going to be people that come along for that ride. And then there's others where that's just, whether that happened in elementary, middle and high school and college to now as adults that it also, you know, we lost the four year indicators of like. You know, vitamin C song plays graduation, and we're all like, "Wonder if I'll see him or her." <laughs> As we years. go on, yeah, exactly. Cue, cue the track. And I think when you get into adulthood, it turns into this like 
widely open net and you don't you lose your mile markers like yeah. okay maybe maybe the big ones are job and then some of your friends start to get you know married or in relationships then kids wherever whatever those stages are they're less defined so yeah i think when we self-define them by the nature of that decision it's going to bring on a little bit it's going to bring on everything you said and then the other thing that popped up was family where you know there's like i guess to my own experience it just matters who you're kind of still, I don't want to say reporting to, because I worked very hard to stop reporting to anyone, but I, like whoever you know is going to be there are, uh, my dad put a beautiful lesson in me when he was still, I mean, he's still everywhere, but when, when he was still rocking on, on this side of the things, um, he was very supportive of like reminding me to have patience for the other people in my life close to me because even when we come to that understanding you've had time to process that right. decision and he really knocked some truth into me because it's like the people that are even around telling you that they probably want to understand it from your perspective they just might not yet because they're not you right. so i think there's this beautiful song and dance that happens as well that you kind of um your patience leads to their understanding and if they're meant to continue with the new you too they will be there right. and then there's no love lost if there's other people like keep in mind like you said everyone's the star of their own movie so even if you have this big change others are going through their own simultaneous catharsis as well and it's this giant alchemy experiment where you just you might not go into the next week next month or next year together and that's right. all kind of anyway and then the third thing maybe there was three was like i've generally found on my journey when people think you're fucking crazy um i know that's i don't want to get in uh, warm water i mean uh, like of, of what those words can mean i just i'll boil it down to this i get off on resistance in the way of like generally when i'm making big decisions that i have decided feel pretty comfortable within the own kind of set of my uh criteria or intuition there's always going to be those voices that are saying right. don't do this or why are you doing this and i almost feel like these days the louder they get the more and maybe that's a rebel a rebellious streak that's just kind of part of my nature and, and, and i wouldn't doubt yours either that it's kind of like yeah I'm, i said i'm doing it and i'm yeah, doing it totally so <laughs> i'm not the type of person that this isn't like a debate on like where should alexa go next this is an update and exactly I it's an it's an update her. it's not a debate it's an update that was a great yeah. way to put it i mean that i couldn't like feel that more and it was just important yeah. for me and, to and, ask and then parentheses like let's you know we have to get off our high horses of kind of like all right we've had a lot of time to come to this update now do i ride with you and like can i also show you that i have understanding because the the, the other irony is that sometimes people will like it's like editing a someone editing your work or giving you any kind of critical feedback totally. where there might be some dope stuff to glean from that and then still have your major decision but like if we don't have ego involved and we're open we might make three little mini changes that are like oh cool i listened to you i still kept my like integrity but now i'm like i'm even in a better place because of that we collaborated on that advice so i think that's just a that's a process that will continue until the end of our days on just kind of filtering people in and out and i think as the older we get or maybe the screw age but the the wiser and more experienced we get we're just able to make those twists and turns with more grace you know? i literally couldn't agree more and yeah. i hope that anyone who hears this and maybe wants to change and just can't get that leap mm -hmm. of faith realizes it's okay to like 
feel fucking crazy first of all we can use well, those and, words and, and, and like it's okay totally like, like you have to you have to like start somewhere <laughs> yeah leaps of faith don't have to be like i mean they're great if they're off you know like uh, of course metaphorically or the proverbial like big cliff but like you can you can jump outside of your comfort zone on any given day of the week and 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 actually get a little bit of um experience and, and and balance through those little jumps so that it doesn't all even have to lead to a big jump the irony even with mine was more of a it was more of a skip to skip of faith you know i kind of was like i was always heading in that direction yeah. and at one point it was it was like playing nintendo okay you got to press triangle and jump but um that's playstation for all your gamer friends <laughs> that are out there too but you get not, the i'm not sure how big the gaming community is around here but uh i'm sure people will understand hey, that one at least we're, 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 you know send this to twitch we're building, building out the audience <laughs> we're quitting both of these jobs twitch here we come um Always really really yeah. briefly can you like either you can expand or you don't have to about your life today versus let's say six years ago and how you feel it's like not changed, but the things that have made it progressively better. Yeah. And then after this, I want to get into your book. No, 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 for sure. I mean, you're holding beautiful space. I, I, I I think we knew that the content was not, we wouldn't have anything, any shortage of what to riff on between us. I want to be mindful of your, of the vibe and um, just kind of um, honing in on it, but you're, you're you're asking all the right questions. That one I may have forgotten. Now I remember. Okay, it's um, okay. Take your time. Yeah, yeah. No life now, so that's a big one. I mean, I think I feel the biggest change is my commitment to the present. Um, every decision I make since everything that's transpired is predicated on me feeling grounded and being in the now whereas in the past I you know some of it is just by design because I worked for a company and had a career and those are there's a lot of advantages in that system too my and my the flag I wave these days is also not like don't do that it's it's really more a message of you deserving to feel comfortable in which whichever path you choose and that is such a work in progress that even to this moment i would just say my awareness of am i good is this good for me is this good for me for a month a year or a day that that thermometer temperature check lightning rod whatever you call it that's stronger than it's ever been and continues to strengthen and i i feel like the world is at a very continues to be at a murky complex multi-layered overwhelming place on at any given moment that i wrote one of my poems a while ago was the uh let me not butcher my own words but it was along the lines of um you know investing invest in yourself those returns are immediate yeah and that just came to me now of i just feel like if there's one thing i don't like the word control but if there's one thing that you can help shape and help invest in it's the relationship you have with yourself and i do feel that everything everything meets you from that point on whether you're in a good place a bad place a confused place they're all valid but i feel like as your awareness grows you realize how big that ripple effect is as after it leaves your own little driveway you oh know? my god you couldn't be more right even like i went through a really bad breakup and have been on a healing journey and like I've met people since and been done with them since and I'm like I can be done with people now like I've I've gone through that journey of like 
of going through it and like I can come out of things alive and not like so harmed and hurt or so upset that things mm-hmm. didn't work out and it, I think that took a lot of pain and a lot of hurt and a lot of sitting with my own self and healing to be like okay the next time something happens I'm like I have I have the armor for it this time Oh, that's beautiful. I got I got more icy hot chills, so now I really don't know. I don't know what I feel anymore because of the tiger bomb. But, um, I'm, I'm teasing. They're activated again. Yeah, that's so beautiful because I can feel your the integrity of your soul and your spirit is the one that just gave that message, and that's so rad that it's like, you know, my dad also used to always say like 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 I mean, life's tough. Like you gotta be. It's gonna run through you, so yeah. for you to strengthen those walls and that stuff, it's also gonna put you in a better place to. Listen, it, it ran through me. It ran through tears. It ran through everything. It yeah, ran through. Yeah, it ran, yeah. But that. But oh, I think yeah. that 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 literally physically had to happen for me to like feel good with who I am today. Like I, I moved to Miami. I didn't like ever think I'd ever live here. Like I had to take that leap of faith, and I never thought in my wildest dreams this would be a leap of faith I would take, but. Had I not been well, prepared, you just, you, you just nailed something that I think is, is it's 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 very honest to give the other side of the spectrum of the leap of faith is that you don't necessarily hit the ground. It it does you know there's plenty of times that you can feel grounded, but it's like you are sacrificing something, and it does have to align with your nature because there is something that you're giving up in in regards to a more traditional sense of security for this like wild uncertainty so it's definitely there's so many types of people in the world just flat you know it's gotta work for you but it's i think it's a cool conversation and, and that's why it doesn't always have to be these super big master strokes of change that you can be working a nine to five and then still carve out time for yourself on weekends or on evenings and then be really protective of that because let's be honest like a lot of gigs they do blur the lines of like when you're allowed to check out and actually like visit your own soul so maybe the gains are just like hey on saturdays and sundays i'm not available and i'm pursuing this passion or i'm hanging out with family or friends because that recharges my soul so you know it ain't all roses on the other side especially like you know if you're if you're working for yourself then you know, I, there's no, it's not less work. It's just, it's more aligned with self. I was just going to say it's more aligning work. Yeah. And that's, and that's a custom approach. So, and it's not to say that you can't oscillate between the two. The cool thing about everything that happened is like companies realize that like, you know, the younger generations were like, yo, screw all this. Like, you know, now it's okay to like work from home. Not that there wasn't remote gigs in the past, but now like culturally, like the understanding is shifted and like, you can even get more value out of hundred you know, like, percent. We're not know, wasting studio. We're not wasting studio time or any of that. Like think we're more, we are more efficient humans. Like we can do yeah, more. Or commute or all of that. And maybe it's a mixture of two, but I think like anything there, there's through the perils of the last two years on so many levels, there is some degree of innovation that comes from that. And I think just listening just for your listeners, wherever you're at in your journey, Um, trying to listen and have an understanding of how that relates to what's best for you would be a good place to start to not get overwhelmed with like how do I make all the changes now it's like well why don't you just tune in literally today and and see kind of you know stack up a bunch of todays and and in a few weeks you know you'll start to feel a pull towards something that's meant for you and I do think that is a less overwhelming uh, place to start. I agree, and I think if both people take a look at both of us, 
10 years ago and today they'll notice the slow journey that it took and that it wasn't just like oh boom they figured it out it was, it's not like that even yeah, remotely is no no one has the time to like i mean i bet there's twenty thousand fo- photos on both of our phones and we're not making a scrapbook anytime soon so <laughs> let's also be honest that it's like people aren't even gonna look at you under that lens so even more reason that you gotta like feed your own kind of uh, fire because you got to deal with you every night before you go to sleep and when you wake up in the morning so you know fuck everybody agree no (laughs) exactly no 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 but that is that no that's a that is the right thing to say though because it's you you need your you need to like you need to vibe with yourself so in those moments where you're thinking about other people like don't think about other people think about like the person who it's affecting if you're not vibing with you how am i supposed to vibe with you and vice versa that it's like if, and it's all right, but I tend to even, I'm a little bit of a, I definitely have a loner side too. I think the writer in me also realized that after almost a decade in, you know, hospitality in the hotel world, I, I, I know how to turn on that gear, but I also, my whole journey came from, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm preach, I don't like the word preaching, but like, I'm speaking from my experience because I, I, I was on E, I was drained, my tank was on empty from you know, not having this level of discernment. So I say that with like, uh, of course, an empathy for other people. I'm just saying that it's just as important sometimes to really go inward and make sure that you're good. And that, and that doesn't require an explanation is all I'm saying. And sometimes that includes family where it's like, look, I need your love. I'm not telling you to, 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 like not be there because I'm, I'm humbled by that support but I really need to figure this out for myself and it might take a second but we're all going to be better for it I think having that 100%. having that conviction is 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 allowed and it's important yeah I couldn't agree more with that and I I hope people really felt that and heard that because that's something I think that holds a lot of people back and majorly I think that's the number one thing that holds people back is what other people think or what their families will think or whatnot so conviction people have some conviction in your in your next thought process of what you're gonna do and you know I I hate to say this like this but believe in yourself like believing in your own self like maybe no one else can but if you believe believe in your if you believe in yourself like believe me it will it will it will work for you it's the hardest to believe in yourself yeah, and then and then again, I'm always gonna kind of bring up the the, the contrast of that is like there's it's balance is 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 crucial, right? Because you also don't want to push away the people that care about you the most. So yeah. I think you you we're we're all meant to kind of evolve both those muscles where you can uh, transmitting that message with grace and making sure that your support circle doesn't feel like alienated, but just you know, it's like for me, I see everything in music and harmonics now, where it's kind of like, hey, this is this is a solo guitar riff and then like I'll cue you when the band's playing again but don't leave don't leave the stage like we're family you know like, like, this don't leave the solo. stage I'm dying I'm dying You're like so this is my moment but please don't leave me yet <laughs> guitar, guitar hero vibe oh, die. To, I mean guitar hero is definitely a staple at your old apartment for sure I had to, had to run it back shout out well, shout out shout out to the gal she knows what's up yeah, <laughs> le- yeah she knows alright so let's get let's get into your book I've always found my way this is your baby and i want you to tell me the inspiration the creative process the production the aspect of everything the vibe how this has changed your life the connections you've made because like i told you about tj i reconnected with a friend on poems and we literally that's not saying that's not our vibe but that it was just the most random i'm like you know daniel i know daniel i love and, and also it was also like 
I was like, I love that poem, and then I told him what poem, like, I loved from, like, he, we, we had a little conversation about just, like, which poems, like, resonated with both of us. Again, we both come from single-parent families, and I'm just saying that in the form of that we both feel things deeply, and TJ and I have always felt that way, so it was cool to be able to be like, oh, you go to page 79, I love this poem, like, you go to page XYZ, and I was like, you need to, and I remember telling him about We Are Stardust when you... Uh, specifically, like, circled a poem for me. And I was like, oh, Danny picked this poem. It's not not about me. I was like, but he, like, wanted me to read this one specifically for me. And it was just, like, really, really sweet. And your intention behind it was just really, really sweet. So I would love if you could, you know, tell us about your new endeavor and your new baby because that, I will let you know that We Are Stardust was the pregame to (laughs) this. (laughs) That's how I look at it. Like, maybe you're like, it was... That, that's how I look at it. It was the pregame to no, what you have No, that's beautiful. That, I mean, everything you just said is really humbling because, I mean, look, I think, I, and I'm sure a lot of, not just artists, just any, you know, anyone working on anything, whether it's a thesis for a master's program or, or you know, is painting the next masterpiece. In generally, we, we spend a lot of time with ourselves when we're working on a, you know, a more intensive, focused goal. Writing a book of poetry definitely was that for me so for you for you to share that connection between you and tj and just kind of the, <laughs> i haven't heard that so much as regards to feedback because poetry is also deeply personal uh, but how do you but maybe yeah. that's just because people haven't told you no that's fair but but and, and, and i mean so be it i mean that's just how it goes right but that's why i'm just saying i'm humbled i see a lot of the um people you know people people reading it and responding into it well that's beautiful and like social media allows that cue but to to hear that um and you're right there i've had some i don't, I don't want to uh, discount there's some some beautiful friends have said like they you know uh, a couple buddies are in a relationship or like they read they pick a poem each morning and read that totally. just the way the way you guys reconnected off of yes it, that was that was rare because you weren't in the same room like riffing on the book you like no you saw it and we're like hey which one like that that just really struck me. yeah like i'm in miami he's in la we just were like wait what yeah that was just that was just <laughs> i mean it's just beautiful to hear that because look when you write it you don't know i mean that's that's been my discovery period with my artistic journey in general that it's it's all about the process um for you know me as an artist and as a writer so it's a completely different phase when you then eventually present the work and kind of push it across the table and now it's it's alive it's breathing and it's left your world so um we talked a little bit about like where i was in the inspiration so there's definitely a lot of bandwidth on that response so i'll try to cherry pick um you know some of the highlights but i will say the interesting thing that comes to mind is that you know for me the first draft is kind of in my imagination when it just comes from this place as poetry raw and then the real first draft is perhaps when i personally just you know i use a typewriter because i don't want any kind of electronic impulse that's just the safe space that like I've to, you mean to backspace my... <laughs> what's that like you mean to backspace that to that oh yeah yeah like yeah, that yeah. like when you have a typewriter you can't no, you can't there, like there, wipe for you, better for worse yeah i was gonna say there's yeah. no mistakes on my first draft which isn't uh isn't a uh, um an attempt at an eric at arrogance it's like no it's just you know whatever you're getting in that i mean here's the thing that draft's not it's for me which is kind of beautiful too because that's the 100%. first realization of just you know that's it manifesting from where it comes from to me seeing it because if i'm doing the best of my work i'm kind of out of the way when i'm stewarding that process so 
that's just personally my process. I think everyone, you know, Quentin Tarantino still writes his first draft of his screenplay on uh, yellow legal paper. That's unconventional. So, every, yeah, everyone's got I'm their I'm like, thing. my eyes are wide open. I'm like, no way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's, he's a beast. How? And then, so personally, then I'll come back to it. And then I, I use pencil as my second edit because it's still very raw and sensitive. And I don't want to like, I don't want Max world. I don't want the Mac world to grab it yet. Hundred percent. And then, then there's this survival mechanism that comes into play where I I want it saved and like you know you, you want it you want it to, like structured and and in its package. Well, and, yeah, and also just like on a hard drive, yeah. you know, you just start to be like I'm, I'm I'm in the middle of Greece and I'm writing on like you know like you're giving me you're paper. giving me college paper anxiety right now. <laughs> Literally. Like the thing oh, that I forgot wow. to save that something is... and worked all night on it, which has happened a thousand times. Hundred percent. And then I got you know, we got friends that are doing amazing things in the videography filmmaking space and if they if their like file doesn't upload or you know, you you hear the horror uh, Even like, even what I, we were talking about earlier before, even this. Like it's like just making sure that, yes. like after this I'm gonna be like, I gotta go, I gotta make sure this is safe. <laughs> oh, true. So, so you so, bring, yeah. you bring up such a valid intersection where I know I have a copy for me when I just typed it out that like it didn't it didn't let in any of those feelings we just talked about. And for me, look, it's why people journal and still handwrite. I right. mean, you know, it's it's not we're not actually in twenty one fifty. Like you're allowed to still use <laughs> pens and pencils. Um, but so, and I and I think that is what kind of that that era um, still allows you to, to 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 feel. So anyhow, that's a, a little bit of insight into where um, you know just how I how I get the words down. But this this was really that. I think I mentioned it a lot at the top of the hour. But yeah. um, I was just in a very isolated place, like most of the world. Um, you know, even the intro kind of speaks on that. That I was in, you know, in Crete um under a lockdown and this was in a lot of ways my therapy so the um now looking back at the words i definitely see um a consistent tone of um you know the material oscillates between love and loss which is a pretty wide spectrum but there's definitely um yeah just a, a, a survival instinct that i feel in the words because i i needed them just as much as as they might ultimately get to other people and i think that's that's what ultimately connects us as well that i i they resonated with me too you know i kind of removed myself from that hopefully if you know everyone's on their journey so that's the part where when you tell me updates about someone reading it it's just it's just gravy because i i i don't i don't have the luxury of that information when i'm in that depth um well, you no, know, it's interesting that you that, that you say that this is about love and loss because, like, you know, this really resonated with me the last, like, especially with what I've been going through. So I was able to, like, go right, read right through it because I was, like, I felt not, I'm not going to say everything, but everything was, like, every emotion was felt everything so deeply. Yeah, because yeah, I felt yeah. so much love and I felt so much loss in the last two years, as has have many people in their own way. But it wow. really... It really, and I say, I hope everyone takes a moment if you're, like, not a reader or whatnot, but, like, take a moment to, like, do something besides what you're used to doing. Like, take a, like, a, like a, it's not often that I read a poetry book. 
Do you know what I mean? It's really not often. It's not the normal. It's not the often for me. And in those moments, like I showed you the poem I wrote about Indy, about my dog. Like I, I, I never have been inclined to write a poem since like haikus in seventh grade, which I'd love to show you my poetry book in seventh grade. But I wrote a poem about Indy. Maybe I'll share it on his birthday. I don't know yet. It makes me cry every time. But that feeling of like, every time I read it crying and being like, this is how much I love my, I could cry right now. This is how much I love my, like, this is how much I love my dog, my person. Like I have so much love and these words like hit me and everyone that I've read it to. It's like hit them as well because they know how much love I have for Indy. And like, well, and and just the very exercise of you, like you having that (laughs) Island that no, by the way, I mean, I'm not outing you, but seriously, it just makes me cry. Like I just love him so much. I'm, I'm, I'm in New York. I'm in New York for a little bit and like I'll, I'll I'll get some tears in like Washington Square Park sometimes because something hits you in a certain way and like for me I've always felt that any type of emoting in that process or just specifically crying is like the healthiest evidence that you are letting emotions run through you I deeply feel that that like and sometimes it's a flood like that's all right too for anyone that's like really going totally. through the thick of it we've all been there that's the fucking irony it's just not easy to talk about but totally. um I I have this partnership now with my tears that it's like something is moving through me and is is like instead of it suppressing and it's like a bad cavity that you don't get checked it's actually just like hey man you want should we just deal with this now so that like it doesn't become a flood later and then and then they kind of turn into happy tears where no like right now now i hope you know they're happy tears i'm just thinking like oh Oh, i just i just love i I just have so much love then then all of a sudden you're the grown man like you know crying at washington square park (laughs) but i don't even wipe those tears because i'm like this is poetry too (laughs) (laughs) dying for the cause here but um, yeah, no, I think that's, I, I think that's so important to your point to have and to get out of your comfort zone and, and, and have a place to, um, you know, to have a release. So anyhow, I think that but was, you, I it, want you to know, you inspired me to like, maybe it wasn't like a, a moment of being like, I'm reading Danny's book and then I'm going to write a poem. It, oh, ha- it happened, it, ha- it happened, like it happened totally yeah, like no. in its own in its own way like it wasn't no, like that's I what, that's what I wanted to say I don't want to lose this train because you you brought up a really good point that like poetry is a luxury and um you know I don't I, I never expected anyone to like sit down and read this book from cover to cover and and you know it's not meant to be read as a novel nor is any of my work to be fair some people I've I've gotten feedback have glided through it and then others you know spot check it and kind of like let it accompany their day but I think that's cool that if anyone, you know, humbly does get to it, it's definitely not written in sequential order where you can kind of flip through it and you could treat it like a horoscope or a, totally. a, a tarot cards where it's just something there. It, it was, it, it was definitely packaged during isolation, but beyond that, it's, you know, you're not, it's, it's, it's like watching a show on Netflix. You can watch episode six and not like miss the whole plot. Right. Like it's really, it's really meant to yeah. receive you. One of my favorite quotes is, you know, you can only meet people at the depths that they've met themselves. And this book is written from an intentional point of like, you know, put, you know, receive me wherever you're at. And I hope I, it, it's out of love if, if, if we meet there, totally. you know? Well, I hope you know that you fully, you, you, you brought something out of me that I didn't know I even had in me. And oh, that definitely is because you were able to to put something out there in the universe and I hope you know I'll send you a picture but on my front coffee table book it's your it's like 
Hood Feminism, your books, like all of my like favorite like top books, but it's like the books I see every day and I and I firmly believe and I don't have very many things you can look at in my apartment, but I firmly believe those things that you look at do like make wow. your day and like not make your day but like kind of are the things that are going to like element yeah exactly shape, shape your day sorry I'm, it's the end of my day and i'm like ah um but shape your day no, and i look at really, those i look at those really, i'm gonna really show really i'm gonna show you the stack too the stack is like an inspiring little stack of books and i keep those i have a lot i have a hundred books but i keep those like eight books specifically in my peripheral because I'm like, this is what inspires me. That. And it also is, is like is what it... gives me heart and soul. Like, I don't care for people to be like, does she read Nietzsche? Does she do this? Like, I care that people like, I don't really care. Honestly, I really don't care what people think. I care what I think and what I think is great is what inspires me and what honestly gives me emotion. Because that's... Well, lo that's... Lo lo low key, do you read Nietzsche? No, I'm like, oh my god, you're putting but, me on the spot. But, yeah, but let's get to the real, like. Well, no, but yeah, no, you know, know what I mean. I really do feel no, like as good as as good as I like to be educated. Talked about where it's like it's you gotta do it for you. When when you said shape your day instead of make your day, it's like same same. But there's just a beauty to that that like we're in many ways we're in charge of the signals that report back to us. So it's like cleaning your room. It's like I mean I'm huge on feng shui and, oh, yeah. and what you what you consciously consume whether that's from netflix to like the books you have in your periphery periphery is not periphery doesn't mean like this will not make your radar <laughs> periphery means like almost the opposite where it's like this is gonna sneak up on you every so you day keep your periphery pretty clean <laughs> you know what i mean so to end this because we you, could, you and i could go on forever i know but i think we should definitely do a part two <laughs> because i teasing. feel it but since i there's something I do with your poem book. I've gone through all of them, but I do it now just as a fun thing to do. Almost every other day, I'll go to a random page and just, like, read one. Just because. And just, like, read it out loud to Indy cool. and I. And just, like, I just want to read it. So, cool. I would love if you could end this by reading one that means something to you. And in the way that you like to read it. Because how I read it is probably very different than how you read it. So, I would love if in your Daniel Beautiful voice would end this in a way that is exactly on vibe for you very interesting prompt um i have two questions if you have the time um i would i would want i'll maybe read two because they're short if that's okay for you that's fine um and then i almost want to dare you to read one if you feel comfortable because there's such a beauty in also hearing um, someone else. You don't have to, but it's just. I would, but I don't have it with me, and I'm as you know, I'm in my closet, and I would have to go okay, bother. No, I, no, no, I, I told no, you, no, no, we should, we should have prepped, we should have prepped this, but I don't want to no, bother. It, Indy's like in his zone in his meditation area, and I like you're can't like, do you're that. You're throwing it back to me. You're like, this is your solo, Daniel. Take it. No, I, Daniel. No, believe no. me, I would have read a hundred poems happily, but I'm and like, and you, you know what? You know why I said that because you have in the past, and and it's beautiful, like. It is, there's something really phenomenal that happens when you hear someone reading your, you know, they're our words now, and, it, and there's something very unique yeah. about that, so I was just being selfish, but yeah, I will admittedly, um, I picked, I, I randomly opened to this page before we started, okay. so I had it cued, but I, funny enough, I love where these two sit next to each other, because okay. they just are a deeper resonance for me as well, so um, they're definitely quote-unquote random, because I... I if it made the book, I it already passed my kind of uh, my own personal screening. But um, yeah, I will read. 
I will read a couple and, and get into the zone with your with your blessing. I would love that so very um, much. So this one's called Burn Baby Burn. Burn baby burn, said the wind to the open flame. Stoke your wildest dreams, you who will not be tamed. Swallow everything whole, illuminate your path. Inhale each spark along the way as you become your better half. Rest is for the wicked, the tired and the meek. Let the truth be not some game you play if it is stillness that you seek. Each breath expands your fire, and from the ashes we will learn. The flame is now inspired, so burn, baby burn. So good. Um, that's a vibe. That felt lovely. That Thank felt. I like felt space. that. I felt that in like. I've, I feel that in my like knees. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. That that was beautiful, like to to share. Um, we could end there, but I guess I said too. So this is just the the one right after. Yeah, give us one more. Going... Give us one What's more that? for that relaxation. I like. I could have fallen asleep. Oh, you're so sweet. This one almost was the title. So it's it's beautiful to read because this encapsulates a lot of. Uh, yeah, like I said, it was almost the title. Humming in the darkness. Amidst the mist of the abyss, we yearn for a bit of light. That little kiss of contrast through the aperture of night. I had to lose myself to help me find my voice. I'm not saying I saw it coming, but I didn't have a choice. We all live to tell a story, breathing as the pages turn. If we're lucky, we find some glory. If we're humbled, we let it burn. There's a humming in the darkness. It's coming from somewhere deep. It's the part of us we're missing, but the part we learn to keep. Well, I'm literally can't stop crying. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for uh, oh, yeah, nice. for just holding space and um, what a what a way to what a way to vibe. <laughs> well, Danny, I love you very much. I feel so lucky that we reconnected a couple years ago i'm really proud of where we've come and that we were able to come back to us and i <laughs> and i just i just i really appreciate it and i would love if you could let people know where to follow you and i'll put everything in the description and whatnot oh you're right no worries yeah, yeah all my stuff just lives on uh on instagram for now at by daniel forest um, and yeah, there's a link there for the books and kind of a link tree and all the, all the, all the jewels, but I'm sure you'll have that all up in the, I'll have everything. In the description at, at your, at your leisure. And if, yeah, for every, any reason, um, I mean, you can edit this out too, but if, if you need a couple copies or if you do any type of giveaways or anything just like that, just know, obviously I'm, I'm fully support the, the, the pro, the promotion of, of the rollout or however you do your of thing. Of course. What a, what a cool vibe. I would love you that. Well, go thank you. Yoga? I'm going to go eat the sushi that I ordered <laughs> and go be with Indy and go take a sunset walk. And this oh. is, this is, I told you, my Indy time is like our meditation. Just no phones, no oh. nothing. I could, you, as you saw my poem, I could talk about him forever. I love him so I, much. I, I, I love you. I see all the bricks you're stacking and your house looks good from where I stand. <laughs> so keep doing you. You're such a beautiful human. And, uh, yeah, the world's a better place when you're at full shine. So keep keep grinding, girl. Well, thank you for coming on the vibe, my love. You are the best, and this is gonna be this is gonna 
change people. I know it. Thanks for having me. You're a vibe. Bye, baby.